First Amendment states, quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Heard those words a million and two times if you've heard them once. <clears throat> as the country has grown in size, the number of religions within the United States has as well. Believe it or not, because Frederick Douglass's speeches were so powerful and heard in every nook and cranny of the country, Mormon women were inspired to fight for polygamy and the right to vote. <clears throat> Mormonism was founded in the Second Great Awakening, during which Christianity grew in popularity. Religion was founded by Joseph Smith, who led the separation from Christianity and paved the way for Mormonism, which officially began in 1830. As Mormonism gained more and more traction in the newly founded country, those devoted to Mormonism encountered an issue. In 1879, the Supreme Court ruled that polygamy, meaning one man with multiple wives, was illegal and there were absolutely no religious exemptions. Joseph Smith had written, the more wives you had, the more glorious of an afterlife you were said to receive. So obviously this was an issue. This decision outraged so many Mormon women and families who believed it would end adultery and prostitution as men were said to be more satisfied. This led to the March of po for Polygamy in 1879. Inspired by those at the time, the Mormon women knew they had to take to the streets. After all, it was so in that century to be loud about what you wanted. They were inspired by the words of Frederick Douglass over a nation filled um, with people of all religions, backgrounds, and cultures. Women, men, and children came in carriages and on foot from all over Salt Lake, Utah to march. They carried signs and hollered at the top of their lungs. Emmeline Wills, a prominent activist, and Mormon President John Taylor both spoke in defense of the practice. <clears throat> the power that brought everyone together was felt all through the Mormon community. In the end, there were a lot of valiant efforts made to legalize polygamy, but none were enough. Eight years later, Congress passed a law that stripped the right to vote from all Utah women, whether they practiced polygamy or not. Enraged by this, all of the women who had previously been fighting for polygamy were now fully tasked with the fight to get back their voting rights. Emmeline Wells became a powerful suffragette who worked closely with women who were supported by Douglas. When Utah successfully won statehood in 1896, it entered the Union with the hope of a bright future for, for all its women. And there may no longer be a fight for polygamy, but the voices of those who gathered then still echo as an example of unity in religion today.